Welcome to the Collecting Heroes podcast. I'm your host, JD, and this is a podcast where I interview collectors from around the world about their pop culture obsessions. And today, I have an awesome guest who I would say proves that collecting dreams can come true, Diandra, who is a Disney collector. Thank you for being on the show today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm excited to have you on the show as well. I was just saying to you before we started recording that, you know, I'd, I'd seen your your page on Instagram. Um, and just so people know that page is all that pink Disney magic, which yeah. is completely, it is exactly what the name suggests. <laughs> it is a very pink page with, with the theming and the colors of the photos and yourself, your hair, you've got pink hair. Yeah, very um, aesthetic. Exactly, exactly. And obviously very Disney themed as well. So go into the magic. But before we, we go into the things that you have on your Instagram, always with these with this podcast, I like to get a bit of a history of how you, you came to love these things. So for you, being a Disney collector, tell me a bit, Diandra, about how did you come to love Disney? Is that a childhood thing or something that came on later in life? Where, where did you get started? So my mother is a massive Disney fan. So I basically came out the womb, as I like to say, loving Disney. <laughs> um, because she, you know, she made me watch the films, she read me the Disney books, she had a massive collection herself. So I always loved Disney since I was a kid. I went to Disney when I was six months. That oh. was actually the very first time. So I've always loved Disney, thanks to my mother, and it just thought, like taught me so many life lessons growing up how to be kind to people and it was always like a little happy escapism that I could go to with my mother so I've always loved Disney. Oh so it's a you it was bred into you it's been in your blood ever since you came out and also you said your mother was a collector of of Disney things as well so kind of ran in the family that way. Indeed like the house is crazy between mine and her collection it's it's something else. (laughs) Oh, how, I mean, well, I mean, let's, let's quickly just get, get a bit of a um, temperature check on that. How many items would you estimate you have between the two of you? Put you on the spot here. Oh, um, now you're asking. <laughs> um, <laughs> would we say in excess of 500, under 500? More than 500. Wow. Wow. I, I actually, <laughs> I, I, I picked that number because I'd seen some of the photos of the, of the, your shelves yeah. and things that you have and i was thinking just off the top of my head i'm like she definitely i know where you know where i am in my collection i'm easily over 300 pieces so i was looking at yours i'm thinking oh, she's probably well over that so 500 pieces between you that's a that's a lot of disney a lot of disney so every oh, yeah. every room in the house is, has something disney within it is there is there like a safe space within the house pretty much every room but it's mostly the living room yeah. Uh, so people have quite a shock when they come over. We're like, yeah, come over for a cup of tea. And then they walk into this Disney kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my room, my pink crazy room is full of Disney as well. So there's two rooms in the house that like have everything Disney. Nice, nice. And uh, and you said that she took you when you were six months old to Disneyland. So was that in, uh, in the US? So we're talking about the Anaheim Disneyland, the original? So she took me to Walt Disney World, first of all, in okay. uh, Florida. Nice. 
kind of six months and I had a massive obsession with Minnie Mouse there's like so many photos of me when I was six months getting so excited when Minnie would come around the corner Minnie Mouse was actually my my first word um there's a bit of a funny story so my first word was mama and my mother said that she got so excited thinking it was her but I was actually looking at Minnie Mouse (laughs) Oh, so you were trying to say Minnie Mouse. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> she was technically my first word, Minnie. Um, and then we would go basically every year, whether it be Disneyland Paris or Walt Disney World, we'd go and visit the Disney parks and the obsession just grew and grew. Oh, nice. So how many times would you say you've been to a Disney park in your life so far? So Walt Disney World, 15 times. Oh, geez. Which yeah i feel very lucky to have got i love it there best place in the world magic kingdom nice what about uh so paris being much closer to you uh how many times have you been there uh quite a few times to paris um because it's like only an hour flight to france for where i am so we're quite lucky so you can just pop over for the weekend and check it out Not as often as I wish. <laughs> are you are you like a, a season pass holder or is that something you've done in the past? I, I've never been a pass holder, but I've definitely been considering it. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to tell myself no, but that never works. <laughs> and have you been to, because I've, I've seen being a bit of a, a Disney fan myself um, and I have been to parks nowhere near as many times as you so far i've been i've been lucky enough to go to anaheim and tokyo uh the two disney parks that i've been to um absolutely love tokyo probably my favorite was disney sea i think so far of the parks but plenty of parks for me still to visit um but i saw that paris is having their 30th anniversary at the moment is that something you've you've been there already to visit for that or you plan on going I'm hoping to go. Um, we've planned a Disney cruise this year, something different for us. Okay. So we kind of chose that over the 30th anniversary. But now the more pictures I'm seeing and the more like celebrations are happening, that I'm like, oh, I want to go there too. I'm trying to be trying to rein it in, trying to be realistic. But I might have to have a cheeky trip over for the 30th anniversary. And the Disney cruise is something that uh, like that I've seen and and i've heard about there's another podcast that i listened to um called dis down under um which is really cool it's a a couple from perth in australia who go to all the different parks around the world and and they tell about their journeys there and give people information Uh, but they've also been on the cruises i'd never really knew about the cruises much until I listened to their podcast. Um, tell me about that, because you, I think I saw you've also been on cruises previously. Is that correct? How, how many cruises have you been on so far? I have. So I've been on four cruises, two when I was very young, so I can't remember them, sadly. Okay. Um, my last cruise I went on was last year. So due to the pandemic, um, the only thing that we could basically go to was a Disney cruise in the UK. It was kind of a staycation. Okay. UK staycation. So we thought, okay, we'll give that a go. Um, because it seemed like the easiest and safest option during pandemic times. And we had the best time. It was only four days and it was just it was all the magic that you get in the parks, but on a cruise instead. So it was kind of more relaxing. 
but still had that Disney feel and that Disney magic. So we absolutely loved it. So we decided to book again this year and we're very excited. Great, great. Um, so you do that as a family? That's a that's a family outing whenever you go? Yeah, family thing. My father loves Disney as well. He likes to pretend that he doesn't, <laughs> um, but he definitely does. <laughs> He's a big softy for Disney, is he? That's oh, good. yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did see one of the photos that I did see that tipped me off to you being on the cruises before um, is you know you noted in a post one of your favourite restaurants, and I'm a bit of a foodie myself as well in my spare time, um, was Animator's, uh, is it Animator's Palette? Is that how I'd, I'm, sorry, I want to make sure I'm pronouncing it correct. Is, it, is well, that right? that's correct. Yeah, that's a beautiful restaurant. The theme Oh my gosh, it was amazing. It went from like black and white sketches to full colour and full animation and it shows how it creates all the cartoons and oh, it's incredible. And the food, does the food sort of like follow that sort same theme with the food as well? Mm, the food was just like normal, but some of the best food I've ever had. Oh, nice. Disney nice. skin is something else. <laughs> what was your favourite part like of the meal? What was your favourite thing? Probably the main. Um, it was a what did I have? I think it was like braised beef, and oh my gosh, it was beautiful. Nice, nice, nice. Actually, one of my favorite food items from the parks was from uh, Disneyland in in Tokyo. Um, I think it was Disney Sea. Actually, they've got. Uh, so I'm I'm a huge donut fan. That's one of my. If, uh -huh. I, I like to count it as one of the food groups is donuts <laughs> <laughs> I agree. One, of my, one of my favorite food groups and there's it's not it's not sweet it's actually a savory almost like a bao bun but they've they've made it into like a, a donut shape and it's got shrimp filling or prawn filling and it's so it's nice it's a hot like just a hot snack that you can get at this little like a little food shack um and it's and it looks like a um like a life like one of the lifesavers you get off a boat like the the ring um so and and it's got donald duck on the packaging so it's it's really cool it's like really cool and it's one of my favorite things that i've eaten at a disney park there's so many good things that you can eat at a disney park like so that sounds amazing it sounds very unique that's what i love about disney snacks is it yeah. all so like you won't get them anywhere else yeah 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 100 percent. okay so let's get back to the collecting part with the whenever you do your visits to parks do you tend to always come back with certain pieces is it something you're always looking for when you're in a park when you're collecting so what i normally look for is i collect these figurines by disney called gym shows yeah i saw that yeah. now they're what i mostly collect they're gorgeous and sometimes they do park exclusives so you can't buy it anywhere else you can only buy that particular gym show in the parks and it's normally based on like a disney attraction so i've got one which is alice the caterpillar which is in disneyland california mm -hmm. and you can only get it there so every time i go to a disney park i've got to get the newest park exclusive gym show oh cool that's that's really cool i did that i was actually going to um ask you about your gym show collection actually so i guess that that leads into one of the other questions that i had so tell me more about jim shaw tell me about more about this because I, i'm i'm not as familiar with these and i saw these that you had whole shelf loads of these jim shaw uh what are they called figurines are they made out of what are they made out of like a plastic are they a, like a plaster what what are they made out of so they're made out of resin okay and they're hand painted and the detail on them is gorgeous. Like the characters are captured so well in them. 
and I started collecting them when I was 18 so I actually had a gift from a friend of the family cool. and it was this beautiful Minnie Mouse gym show and I was like okay what is this I need to find <laughs> out about it I've never seen these before and then it just spiraled and they are now like my favorite things <laughs> wow do you have a favorite gym show piece in particular I know obviously you mentioned that you love the the park exclusive ones and your friend obviously gave you the mini one but is there one particular one in each collection that you're like if you had to get rid of all your collection you could only keep one which one would you keep I know, I know, I know that face you just made at me. I know, sacrilege. How how could anyone ask you to get rid of them? (laughs) Um, Oh, hold on, I need to think about this. I'm looking around my room. Um, It's a hard question, isn't it? Probably there's a Dumbo gym show I got, and it's Ren, it's discontinued, they don't do it anymore. But it's, it's huge, and it's just Dumbo with Timothy holding on to Dumbo's trunk. Oh, nice. I saw I saw um, one, I don't know if it's Jim Shaw one, but I saw one of your posts where you had a Dumbo statue or figurine and it looked like he was in flight. And I think it has like the um, the red circus tent behind him. Is that the one you're talking about? No, there's a different one, but I've, yeah, I know which one you're on, but that's my, you can actually see that. Can you see them there? Oh yeah, I can see it in the background. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> I actually that's probably one of my favorite like um collections is the Dumbo ones because I just think they're so cute I love elephants as well so (laughs) I I also I would have to say of my classic Disney movies my favorites would probably be Alice in Wonderland and Dumbo so what about yourself like favorite movies funny you say Alice in Wonderland because that is also one of my favorites yeah I just love the colorful eccentric crazy characters and everything about Alice in Wonderland, it's like a different world. I love Dumbo, I love Hercules is one of my favourites. Oh yeah, Hercules is a good one. I, whenever I think of Hercules, I, I always think of um, of the, they, back in the 90s when Hercules came out, they had these um, McDonald's meals, which were... <laughs> Well, they they had like the, the Hercules burgers. So I, I, whenever I think of Hercules, I always think of the McDonald's Hercules burgers meals that they had at the time. Did I've you... seen those. They, they do the um they do them on eBay and stuff like the vintage Hercules McDonald toys. Yeah, do, do you collect those as well? A lot of the because I know because Disney used to do a heap of different Happy Meal toys. I they probably still do. I I don't eat a lot of Happy Meals these days. Is that something that you also collect in your collection? I don't collect them because I'm. I, I thought don't start another collection OD because <laughs> it's easily done. But I've seen them and they're so cute. So who knows? Never say never. So now you've obviously got the Jim Shaw, which makes up a lot large part of your collection. I see that you also have pop vinyls within there and lounge fly bags. Are there certain things that you have to have in your collection, and then certain things that you just won't touch because you're like if i get started like kind of like the happy meal toys right if i get started i'm not going to stop is there yeah. certain things that you don't don't collect and certain things that you have to have every one of so my biggest collections that i have to have are my gym shows mm-hmm. pop funkos lounge fly bags yeah now that was never meant to happen i always said i wouldn't go down the lounge fly route <laughs> i lied that scabbed quite quickly um i've got disney years i also collect um I saw those. and those are the ones that i stick to i think if i had another collection it would be dangerous so 
that's where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, it's good. Uh, look, as collectors, sometimes we have to do that, right? Like you said, you've got over 500 pieces in your house. At some point, like where do you draw the line, right? Um, yeah. I completely get that. I, I've sort of had to do the same thing with certain pieces as well, collecting where I'm like, okay, I just can't buy this certain thing at the moment. I've got to limit myself. You can see in the background from me, I've got a large statue, um, which is actually, uh, it's like a Japanese version of Batman. Um, and it's done by a place called XM Studios out of Singapore. But it cost me around $2,000 for that statue. So it's the most it expensive piece. <laughs> it's the most expensive piece that, that I've bought in my collection. And I had to draw a line and say, okay, here you go. Here's a two foot statue. I could keep collecting these and then run out of space and money very quickly, or I could just limit myself. And I was like, that's the one piece. That's my statement piece for the moment. I probably will get some more in the future, but I had to sort of say, I'm not going to go down this path heavily right now. And maybe in the future, if I get rid of the smaller pieces, yes, but definitely it, it's good to draw that line. I have to say, when I saw your background, that was the one that my eyes went straight to. It looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 huge. Like I said, it's 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 about two foot tall or 60, 60 something centimeters tall. Um, it, it's quite big, and it actually the bat signal that he's standing on actually lights up as well. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's really cool. That's why one of the reasons I spent so much money on it. Um, but <laughs> I digress. I digress. Um, Back to Disney, back to Disney. So, okay, we've got Jim Shaw, we've got Funko, we've got Loungefly, which you said you wouldn't collect, but you went down that road. Um, down the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also the ears. I noticed the ears are very sparkly. Um, is there a certain type, like when you're in the park, do you have to have the glittery ears? What, are there certain ears that you have to have as well? I like the snack themed ears because like you, I'm a foodie. Yeah. Nice. So uh, funny enough, I actually have donut ears. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so any snack themed ears I got to have, those are like my favorites to buy. When uh, my partner and I were in Japan and, and we actually, like, as I mentioned, we went to the Tokyo Disney um, while we were there. Um, <laughs> actually, funny story. I went to a, a number of uni clothes while I was in uh both i think i had went in kyoto and also when we were in tokyo went to a number of different uni clothes trying to find this specific t-shirt that they had that came out and i saw it in australia but i didn't buy it at the time and then they sold out and so i saw them they had them in some of these places in japan when we were there and it was essentially the mickey mouse logo but as donuts so ah. I had a big donut and these ears were donuts. And I was like, that's the perfect shirt for me to have to take to the park. And I went to multiple Uniqlo's. Unfortunately, I just couldn't find one. I, I, oh, I, found, no. I found a couple, but they weren't in my size. So I couldn't find one in my size. So it was, it was funny, you know, I'm there to go to Disneyland. I'm trying to find this Uniqlo Disney shirt so that I can wear that in the park. Uh, but it was a You're great. You're gonna tour. find it eventually. Oh, hopefully. I'm putting yeah. it out there now in the universe. You will find your Mickey Mouse donut tea. Oh, <laughs> and that would be amazing. I would definitely want to add that to my uh, my collection. So, multiple park visits, multiple Jim Shaw 
figurines, multiple Funkos, multiple uh, lounge fly bags, and a family of collectors and Disney uh, nerds. What would you say is your favorite Disney memory from from going to the park so far? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I have a lot, to be honest. Honestly, my favorite part is probably watching the fireworks. There was, um, there used to be a fireworks show in Walt Disney World called Happily Ever After. Yes. Which has sadly been replaced now. But I remember the first time I saw that when they first brought it in and we were all standing there watching the fireworks. And I remember just like looking at my parents and just feeling tears come down my face because to see it in person and how beautiful the fireworks were and to be around all those people who were there to see it as well, who loved the same thing as you did. It was just so magical and that's definitely one of my favorites. Well, that's one of the things about Disneyland, isn't it? That it just has this magical feeling when you're there. It's a completely, it's a different beast when when you're actually visiting a place like this on holiday and, and just the vibe that everyone gives out, the vibe that the cast members give out, you know, like everything is just set up to, to be this wonderful experience. When I went, first went in 2018 to the Anaheim one, I thought it was just going to be a bucket list thing that I just checked off and went, you know what, I've been to Disneyland, I've been there, done that, great, move on. Um, no. <laughs> I'm now obsessed with, with going and visiting the other parks eventually as well. Um, it draws you in. <laughs> exactly, it does, it does. Uh, so what about Pixar? I mean, I, do you collect a lot of Pixar stuff as well? Is that crept into your collection? I have some. Monsters, Inc. is probably my favourite Pixar movie. Mm -hmm. So I do have two rare gym shows from Monsters, Inc. So I love okay. those. Those are my pride and joy. Um, and I love Coco as well. I think Coco is gorgeous. Uh, it, it is actually a really cool movie. Uh, I went, uh, took um, my partner's niece and nephew. It was the first movie we ever took them to. Um, so oh, right, their first time at the cinema, we took them to that movie. Yeah, I, I love the Pixar movies. I love seeing them in the cinema. What's and, your favourite? Um, my favourite? My favourite's Wally. I just absolutely oh, okay. love that. I've seen it multiple times. You know, I actually probably just watched it a couple of weeks ago, actually. Just, you know, it's one of those movies I can just put on and have on in the background. I just absolutely love it. I, I think it's great. Um, what about Marvel? Because I know this is one of the things you also have listed in your bio on, on your Instagram. So what about Marvel? Are you huge into Marvel? Like, or is it something that's sort of just starting to creep in because of your Disney obsession? Well, I never used to like Marvel, or at least I thought I didn't, mm -hmm. until last year. And I thought, do you know what? I'm going to watch them on Disney Plus because they had them in order of timeline. Yeah. And I thought, I want to see what the hype's about. So I got all the snacks and I started doing this binge fest of watching all the Marvel movies. <laughs> I think it took me about a week and I absolutely fell in love. And I was like, why am I so late to Marvel? And now it is also a huge obsession. Wow. I mean, a week is actually pretty good because it's something like 20, 24, 25 movies, something like that. If you count like that 10 year up until uh, Infinity War. I, yeah, I think it's 20 something movies. Like, so that's quite, quite the binging session. You would have been doing multiple movies every night or every day. I had a week off from work. So I thought <laughs> this is the perfect time. And I honestly didn't think I would watch them all. I thought I'd like one or two, or maybe that was it, because I was convinced I wouldn't be a Marvel person. Yeah. But how I was wrong, and now I love Marvel. And like, who? I, I, 
Top Funkos and everything now. <laughs> Who was your favourite Marvel character so far out of the movies? I have a special place in my heart for the Guardians, more specifically Rocket. I love him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rocket Raccoon. Cool. Especially the way he's always trying to steal people's um, <laughs> robotic appendages and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very mischievous. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Guardians is definitely up there uh, as far as the Marvel movies concerned i'm really looking forward to seeing uh the third movie come out that was actually one of my favorite rides when i was at anaheim was the mission breakout because they rethemed the uh tower of terror i would love to go on that one day oh you, good? Been, you haven't been there i've, I've been to california but, but not, not since, since that right ride. Oh, okay okay yeah that makes sense that makes sense um I mean, it's pretty much it's Tower of Terror, but obviously just just rethemed. Um, but it's really cool, and yeah, I, I had a really great time. We ended up going on that a couple of times while I was there. Amazing. So okay, so now Marvel has crept into your collection. You've got a little bit of Monsters Inc. What about Star Wars? Is that something that that's made its way in there as well? Did you binge those or not really? Um, yeah. I really want to love Star Wars. I love parts of it, but I can't say I'm a big fan. Oh, unpopular opinion. Please don't uh, please don't unsubscribe people listening to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love some of the movies and like there's certain characters that I adore. Like I love Kylo Ren. I think we all have a soft spot for Kylo Ren. It's okay, Diandra. You, you, we can't be fans of everything, right? That's the thing. No. Like, I, I know, especially like with how many movies Disney already has, how many properties they have. You know, at some point, again, it's like the collecting thing. You've got to draw a line, right? So, I mean, there's certain things you like, there's certain things you don't like. So I get that. And the TV shows for Marvel, have you been keeping up with those as well now since they've been coming out? I've watched a couple of them. I've watched Loki. That was pretty good. I was obsessed with WandaVision. That was my favourite. Yeah, WandaVision's definitely one of the best. I just finished Moonlight, uh, Moonlight, Moon Knight <laughs> recently um, and thought that was probably, for me, was their best TV show they've done so far with WandaVision being just Ooh. behind that. Um, yeah, absolutely love Oscar Isaacs. I thought he was phenomenal. Um, brilliant was, actor. Yeah, brilliant actor in that. Uh, so, oh, I mean, we've look. We've got. We've spoken a little bit about the movies. We've spoken a little bit about your collection. What's the hardest? Like, let's go back to the collection though. What's the hardest thing that you would say about collecting for you? Um, the hardest is probably budgeting. Yeah. <laughs> first yeah. Part. Um, because you just can't stop. Once you start, I think you go down this spiral and you want to get everything and you've got to just tell yourself, like, you don't need everything and you can't have everything. Do you have um, a hard line? Like, we keep talking about the, these lines and not crossing these lines. Do you have, like, a budget line? You're like, this is how much per month or per week or that I'm allowed to allocate to my budget or not really? Not really. I should. I tend to say to myself, <laughs> one big thing a month and that's it. But yeah. it goes out the window sometimes. Yeah. I get that. I get that. I, I did that uh, last year. I, I put a budget in place because I had to because I was getting a little out of control buying $2,000 statues and, and such <laughs> um, where I basically said I can I can spend X amount of dollars per month. And then, you know, I started moving the needle and going, well, I went over this month, so I'll just I'll count that as next month's budget, you know, and then I won't spend as much next month. And then 
kept rolling over <laughs> next month. Yeah. Next month. It was very hard. I, I get that. Uh, actually, one of my uh, guests on the, on the episode just before this one um, has a Guinness World Record for Ghostbusters collecting, and the majority of his items he budgets around $5 to $15. So he's done quite well in 1,200 wow. pieces in his collection. Well, 1,200 officially, but a lot more than that. Um, so, yeah, absolutely amazing collection. But I get that budgeting is very, very hard. How would you say, going back to the family thing, how would you say your mother affected your collecting habits? Would you say she she reins you in at times or do you think she probably, like, you guys egg each other on and probably like it's not good being around each other when something come, new comes out. She's a bad influence. Bad influence, We'll literally yeah. wake up in the morning and we'll be having our breakfast. She's like, have you seen this new load fly? I'm like, oh, yeah, but I'm trying to be good. And she's like, yeah, but you love that character. So it's okay to have that one. I'm like, okay. And then we egg each other on literally all the time. And then we tend to like bicker with each other and say, you're spending way too much this month. <laughs> when we've actually been telling each other to do it in the first place. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and it's, it's funny how, how that can happen. Do you do the same thing? Are you like, mom, but what about this thing? Have you seen this? You really need to get this. Do you, do you occasionally like sneak in something like, mom, you should really buy this. You really want this for your collection. And it just happens to be a Jim Shaw thing. And you're like, man, I can't afford it this month. Maybe your mom will buy it. What do you? Is that ever across your mind? Oh, yeah, Stephanie. We drop hints all the time. I always get her opinions and stuff. I'm like, oh, do you like this gym show? And she kind of knows not to buy it because I'm going to get it first. So, like, birthdays, Christmas, she always gets a gym show from me. It's kind of like tradition now. Okay. Would you say, like, that's something that's hard to keep up with? Like, I know you know, for people probably wanting to buy me Batman things for Christmas or my birthday, they probably think, oh, we don't, we don't know what to buy him because, you know, we might get him something that he already has or he probably already has it. Um, do you find that or do you just have this, like, table in your mind of where things are and you know that that's something mum really wants and that's something I really want and she knows, like, you just kind of vice versa know that? So because I think because we tell each other often what we've got our eyes on and stuff, we kind of know what we're going to leave for the other person to care for us, if that makes sense. Yeah. So... We kind of drop in, so then it's kind of like a safe option then of, right, you can get that for me for this birthday. Um, but my friends and stuff, it's a different story. They always say, it makes me laugh, they're like, you're the funniest person to buy for and the easiest person to buy for, but also the most stressful because, <laughs> like you said, has she already got it? Yeah. And what about the um, the pink obsession? So we've got the Disney obsession. Where did the pink obsession come from? as well i mean obviously i was speaking earlier about your instagram and and the color that, that you put within all your posts is that something that you also developed from a young age or is that stem from disney where does that come from to be honest i don't know where that came from because when i was younger i used to be the complete opposite i was very much into like halloween and horror and gothic stuff so like my favorite color was black i always used to live in black clothes and then I got to my teenage years and I don't know where this sudden craze of pink came from, but I was just like, I love pink now. I want to be known as the pink lady. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, was, you, you was, went through that phase where as a 
you know, as a teenager, you were so devoid of color and everything was black that you're like, just overabundance of color now. I've got to bring that in to everything. <laughs> even it out. Yeah, even it out, even it out. That's right. Talking about the horror thing, going back to the different franchises and things within Disney, um, Tim Burton. Nightmare, Tim Burton. Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, is that something you have a, a number of pieces of as well? Did, it is, you say that. I'm right next to my um, Halloween slash Tim Burton collection. I don't know if you can see Nightmare up there, but yeah, yeah, I I love everything gothic Disney as well. So anything that's like Tim Burton, um, yeah, I collect all of that as well. Villains, Disney villains. Yeah, I I actually saw when you showed me the shelf there, I saw um, that you had uh, quite a few Ursula pieces on there. Ursula. Yeah, my, queen. <laughs> my girlfriend is a huge Ursula fan. I've probably like at some point she she was like, "Can you stop buying me pop vinyls?" Because I was getting her almost every Ursula that came out. Because I'm like, "You love Ursula. Love you, you love Ursula. You've got to have yeah. this one for your collection." So right, she's got this whole like mini collection of Ursula pop vinyls and other pieces. Um, I love which, that. <laughs> which I, I got from her. Actually, we just had our 15 year anniversary, and um, it's being a crystal anniversary that uh, 15 years is, is crystal oh. anniversary. Uh, I got her a lounge fly bag. People say, what, how did, what does a lounge fly bag have to do with it? So it's an Ursula themed lounge fly bag that actually has her looking over a crystal ball with Ariel in it. Oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah, I don't know if you know ones, but literally the bag, the whole bag is her head, and then the front pouch is the crystal ball. Ah, oh, yes, it's there somewhere. Hold on, this one. <laughs> so that's that's what I got her um, because I was like, well, crystal anniversary, crystal ball, that's the one. Yep, 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 that's the one. Um, so I actually got got her that, and she absolutely loved it. She'd never really gotten lounge fly bags. She sort of avoided them. But after that, she's kind of like, oh, I might start buying some lounge fly bags. You've started a new obsession of it. Yeah, huh? I, I, I'm a bad influence as well. Just... <laughs> but, a good influence. Lounge yeah. fly is. <laughs> but it was, I just thought it was a beautiful bag and she loved it. So, so I got that for her anniversary and she loved it. So I love yeah. how you tied the crystal anniversary in with a crystal. I think that's genius. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I mean, I, sometimes I'm genius, sometimes I'm, uh, who knows? As long as she liked it, that's the main thing. That's the main thing. So, look, I don't want to keep you too long. Uh, I say that at the end of pretty much every show to, to people, but you have been really cool in chatting to me. I've enjoyed talking Disney with you. Uh, I, As I said, I also adore Disney. Uh, it's one of those things that I've come to love more and more as I've gotten older. I've, I've always enjoyed Disney. I've always liked Disney. As I said, just I became a bit more obsessed with it after I hit the parks. So I've really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you for talking to me about your collection. Um, I look forward to seeing a lot more of it on Instagram as well. So before I go, though, tell people where they can find you on your social medias. Give yourself a plug um, and let us know. A cheeky plug, okay. <laughs> so um my Instagram, my TikTok, my YouTube is all the same name. So it's all that pink Disney Magic X and it's all one word. Excellent. Diandra, you've been a wonderful guest. Thank you for sharing your magic with me. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. And to our listeners, if you're a Disney fans, make sure to go over and give her a follow. Thank you very much for being on the show. 
thank you so much for having me. It's been a lot of fun. If you liked the episode, please consider following or subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also join me on Instagram at Collecting Heroes, where you can see photos of the collections of the people that I'm talking to, as well as some of my own.